and welcome to Daily Info's podcast. It is 28th of September 2016. Uh, Brooks term has started, Oxford University term is about to start and so we dedicate this issue to freshers. Welcome all of you to Oxford. Welcome all students to Oxford. Uh, and we're going to go through some useful information, some advice, some where to find things. So to start us off, I'm going to talk about money, jobs, finance, things like that. Money and jobs. Uh, there are lots of opportunities for volunteering in Oxford. If you head to the Oxford Student Hub, which is run from the rooms above Tell Street Kitchen, that is the sort of ethical starting point. Uh, and anyone who wants to uh, help people or volunteer or get into sort of ethical food and things like that that's a good place to go um one of the things they run is schools plus which um i believe our colleague mike took part in um and uh, that involves going into schools and helping to teach and mentor mm. students um, around oxford uh similarly jakari uh, is a very long-running charity helping children whose first language is not english so again that's sort of teaching slant Asylum Welcome are always looking for volunteers. That's um, helping refugees who've ended up in Oxford here. Um, and uh, if you're at Oxford Uni and Freshers' Fair is yet to come, uh, the stalls of volunteering are usually grouped together, so there will be plenty of people waiting to pounce on you and take all of your <laughs> time and energy. Um, including uh, us. <laughs> well, including us. <laughs> um, if you're missing the greenery, um, the conservation volunteers are very active. Um, there are lots of sort of full one day at the weekend sort of conservation opportunities in various nice places, and there are often a pickup um, points in Oxford, so they'll help you transport yourself there. Um, and of course, the charity shops are looking for people, um, and that can be quite good for your CV as well as making you feel good and get out and meet people as well. Um, in terms of paid jobs, um, of course, Daily Info, full of part-time positions. Um, cafes and pubs always need staff. Um, it used to be the case with Oxford Uni, I don't know if it still is, that uh, you're prohibited from taking jobs in term time. Um, but term finishes early enough, you can go home and snap up all the Christmas temping jobs before <laughs> anyone else in your hometown gets them. Um, and uh, there are some posts that you can do through the university usually, um, such as working in student bars, working in the library, that kind of thing. And those, of course, are allowed. Um, and some of the chapel choirs also pay you to sing. Nice. Wow. And they give you dinner as well, quite often. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad, Not a bad plan. In terms of food, um, shop around. So the shops on the Cowley Road, if you want spices, buy large ones cheaply <laughs> in bulk from uh, those sort of places um, and big bags of rice as well, things like that. There are always deals on. Um, if you shop in the supermarkets and stick to the big brands, you will probably be charged more yes. for a lot of stuff. Yeah, in terms of general advice for eating cheaply, if you eat veg when it's in season and lead a largely vegetarian life, you will mm. spend a lot less money than if you were a raging carnival. <laughs> um, Though I don't practice what I preach necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> um, big brands are always going to be more expensive, um, and uh, I eat a gluten free diet, um, processed gluten free bread, very convenient, but it costs an absolute fortune. You're much yes. better off sticking a potato in the microwave, really. If you really run out of money, there are um, curry meals fortnightly at the Asian Cultural Centre, that's just off Cowley Road. Um, they are designed for people who are homeless, but they do welcome anyone who is only needing companionship, needing some food, going hungry, um, so do head there. Uh, the co-op gives a 10% student discount permanently, you need an NUS card for that. Um, and the other supermarkets, uh, we don't know of student discounts particularly, but 
obviously the saver brands are very useful and the loyalty cards can get you some useful vouchers mm. as well in terms of vouchers for things there is a i think it's almost a sport extreme couponing um <laughs> where you can massively reduce your bills um, and get two for one and, and all sorts of free things. Uh, for more info on that, see studentmoneysaver.co.uk. Mm. Living costs. Lots of things you need to set up, um, particularly if you're living out of halls um, and need to hook up with um, energy services, that kind of thing. Uh, a company called Quidco was started up because a lot of um, places will get kickbacks if they refer you for things so quidco decided you could be your own middleman refer yeah. yourself and get your own kickback so for instance setting up a bt contract for a year might get you 100 pounds back which is that's amazing worth having um uh, some places will offer you a nine-month contract for broadband so if you're mm-hmm. in a student house but you're not going to be there over the summer look for things like that you must buy a tv license uh, the ch- licensing has changed so as well as watching live tv if you now watch anything on iplayer you need a license so make sure your house is covered um, even in student halls, often the halls aren't covered generally, so you need a, a licence for your own room. Mm. Uh, rental costs are notoriously high in Oxford. Um, there are some ways to make things a bit cheaper, including schemes like HomeShare, uh, which is run by Age UK, and that's pairing young people and older people with room to spare. So you get a cheaper rent in return for something like companionship. Other people might offer a cheaper rent in return for chores or babysitting or indeed dog walking. Mm. Um, that's the point parts, really. <laughs> if you're missing your pet, it yeah. could be the way to go. Um, and of course, student accommodation, you tend only to pay for the time you're there and you save on transport, though the costs can be a bit higher um, for the room. Uh, transport. Walk or go by bike. Um, <laughs> that's the cheapest. Um, there are lots and lots and lots of second-hand bikes on Daily Info. Um, and if your bike is broken, head to Broken Spoke, which will uh, charge you a nominal sort of workshop fee and you can work on it yourself. And they've got lots and lots and lots of tools. And they're uh, underneath the Story Museum. Um, they're a very lovely building. I think they give you free coffee while, while you're about <laughs> it as well. Um, and they often run bike clinics at the farmer's markets as well. Um, a lot cheaper than taking it to a, a bike shop. Um, you don't need a car in Oxford really unless you're doing something like a teacher training degree and need to actually travel between placements mm. um, there's a really good bus system and get a student rail card for when you're heading home as well yeah. and budget um, yeah in order not to run out of money it's so easy with a card to put it in the slot and not really think about what you're spending and I think that's one of the reasons that markets can be a particularly good shopping trip uh, because you're going to pay cash you pay much more attention to how much you're spending there and there's lots of advice on budgeting on money saving expert and if you get into trouble if it all goes wrong talk to your bank there are sometimes hardship funds that your college can uh, look at for you um, and if you have a proper student bank account it will have a managed overdraft facility usually and offer you freebies when you join so yes. do get those don't just drift off with your children's yeah. bank account that you've had with savings since you were seven um and of course don't buy a map or a year planner get a free one from daily info um if you miss out at freshers fair if you haven't got one through your college or something like that then just send us your postal address and we'll post one to you drinking now you've saved all that money with jen's budgeting tips i suggest you spend it all in the pub <laughs> sorry <laughs> responsible advice there from daily info <laughs> So there is, of course, that stereotype of the student spending a lot of time in the pub, but it's a very, very important part of the experience to bond with your course mates or your housemates over a tipple. So I've selected a few of the best student pubs in Oxford. 
to help you make informed decisions as to where you'll spend all your money and time. So, first up is the King's Arms. They're in the centre of town near the Bodleian Library and they have Young's Beer on tap. It's very, very good. Really great pies. Like, I can't Mm. go on enough about the pies. They're just fantastic. Um, And it's always packed, so eavesdropping is inevitable. Next up is the Lamb and Flag, which is a very cosy place to enjoy a pint. Um, They've got lots of ales on tap again. That's quite a common theme in Oxford, so if you... Well, in Oxfordshire, if you haven't had a proper pint of bitter or a proper <laughs> golden ale, then I really suggest you give it a try and try some of the local beers. It's really worth it. The Lamb and Flag belongs to St John's and may contain many of its students. They also do not accept card. It's um, worth knowing, so take a lot of catch with you. Um, the turf is popular among students and tourists alike it's often packed so you well you might manage to grab a bench outside um but it has a really good and changing range of guest ales and watch out for old rosie that's the very potent cider Ah. it does things to people (laughs) next up is the bear which is oxford's oldest pub um it's supposed to be established in 1242 um but if you're lucky during the day it's not too busy and you might actually get inside And if you do, make sure to have a look at the old ties that plaster the walls and ceiling. And feature in an episode of Morse, like most of the pubs (laughs) Oxford have done at some point or another. (laughs) Yeah, look out for that. Um, Occasionally they have birds of prey on display outside the pub (laughs) as well. Yeah, they, yeah, um, I can't remember uh, which group it is, but they come down with a a falcon or something. The live one's good. Yeah, don't worry, they're not stuffed. The taxidermist club will something out for you. I'm sure there is Good. a pub with taxidermy. Oh, I know the uh, Jacob's Inn in Wolvercote has has stuffed yes. things. If you if you like your wildlife a little less live. <laughs> um, to more wildlife, the Eagle and Child, again, is a very cosy but bustling pub on St Giles, um, and I think again is owned by St John's. That's the uh, well-known watering hole of Tolkien and C.S. Lewis, so go in there and get some inspiration. And last but certainly not least is the Mason Arms, which is in Headington. It's very hard to find, but well worth it when you get there. And they frequently have beer festivals, so give it a go. Now I've suggested a few pubs, it's time to get a group together and go on a novelty pub crawl. Luckily, we've done all the hard work for you. We've grouped together pubs by theme. So we've got an Alice in Wonderland theme, animals, body parts, uh, botanical, fishy, literary, uh, monochrome, nautical, night sky, political, royal, sporting and trades. I I was a bit confused (laughs) about the trades one and then I read the first one, the butcher's arms. Of course, it all makes sense now. (laughs) If you would prefer to do your drinking at home, we also have an extensive list of off-licences. It's definitely worth having a look and moving beyond what's on offer at Tesco. So first up is Oddbins on Little Clarendon Street, which has a fine wine department. And they're actually offering some delicious wine in our freshest competition. More about that later. Demi John's, also on Little Clarington Street, is a self-styled liquid deli. So you've got lots of interesting spirits, fruit liqueurs, oils and vinegars. Um, a little closer to town is Tim's News Agent next to the Covered Market, which offers refrigerated booze, which is surprisingly important as a student. <laughs> <laughs> and also cigars, apparently. <laughs> really? 
Yeah. Um, and tea and milk, I think, as well. Oh, yeah, and, and you know, <laughs> <case>. sweets and, <laughs> and papers. <laughs> and finally um, is Oxford Off-Licence and Groceries. It looks like uh, news agents, but sells six different types of absinthe. Um, the guy in there's really, really friendly, so pop in. <laughs> Eating. Of course, we do not advise that you try and live only on liquid lunches. That's probably not... <laughs> Not wise. So next on the agenda is eating and places to do it. You may have the wonder of a campus cafeteria, but of course you'll want to get out of that now and again. And there are places to do so without breaking the bank. So we'll start on the full English, shall we? Good place to start. <laughs> I think so. Um, and students swear by it. Uh, Browns in the covered market. You can get a good old greasy, or not particularly greasy, <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> There and um, TikTok on the plane is, or the other end of the Cali Road, is <laughs> getting nods of appreciation already um, in the office. It's legendary for its almost, um, well, around May Day, it's a 24 hour provision mm. of sausages, beans, and everything that you want. I've still never managed to go for its full English at 2 a.m. One day I will. <laughs> no. <laughs> But at almost any other hour, um, it's the staple of Cowley Road life. Also in town, almost notable for being pretty cheap on George Street, is the old fire station where you can get a decent hearty lunch for, I think, under a fiver still. Although it serves a full English, I think the managers of Browns are actually Portuguese, which is why you can get some amazing cakes in there Yeah, that are sort of um, specialist European pastries. Oh yes, there's more to these places than, than just the full English <laughs> I'm talking about, but that's really where my mind's at at the moment. <laughs> or maple syrup drizzled over bacon. Mm. Old fire station. <laughs> so very good. All these ties, please you may hear, uh, spoken of in hushed tones as it takes several months sometimes to get a booking in there. But it's lunches under a tenner, the Guardian says to get there even if you have to crawl over broken glass. So that's quite a... <laughs> Um, and I've been there and it is wonderful Um, also a little bit more accessible maybe Sojo a bit closer to the railway station um, is a wonderful Chinese uh, slash Mongolian with their Mongolian wok uh, restaurant which I'm soon to be sampling and writing about another option um, should your circadian rhythms go up the spout um, is that at any time during the night we have wonderful street food and kebabs around in the middle of town. Posh Nosh on St Aldate's comes highly recommended. Ahmed's is a bit legendary um, on High Street. It's rumoured to have fed a college student uh, kebabs through his window, um, which looked out onto the van, and the student spent, this is straight from our site, uh, the student spent a year unable to resist the smell of tasty fried food, and Ahmed was most obliging, saving the student a round trip of about 200 yards. <laughs> Sands on Broad Street also has its acolytes. From Liz P's review on Daily Info. From the exquisite onion rings of the positively gourmet chicken nuggets, I've never had a disappointment from your van. <laughs> <laughs> never. Uh, and Hussein outside uh, the Ashmolean. Uh, it, they were the staple from Keeble College. Um, so much so they were made honorary members of the JCR. And I don't know if Hussein is still a member of Keeble JCR, but if so, he might be the longest-serving JCR member uh, in the history. I wish you some documentation in his van. 
<laughs> present a chance to get to know some more of Oxford's independent and street food providers is coming up. The first Oxford Food and Drink Festival on Sunday the 16th of October um, is going to be covering um, Gloucester Green and a route along St Michael Street uh, through to the covered market with stalls from people like Cultivate, Goujon Monkey, mm. which I just like saying, <laughs> uh, and the aforementioned Demijohn and a taste of Tibet. Oh, yes. <laughs> deliciousness. Um, so if, this is run by Bitten Street, who also do um, pop-ups on the first Saturday of every month around Oxford Castle. Um, definitely check that out at some point. There's another section I have called Where to Take Your Parents, which um, is really where to convince your parents to take you. <laughs> um, and we uniformly agree that G's should be on there. G's, which is situated at the close to town end of Banbury Road, uh, this beautiful conservatory serves you lobster and various other wonderful upmarket things. Um, Quad on the high street does great breakfasts, lunches, and I think I've had dinner there once, maybe. <laughs> maybe stretched. <laughs> I've had to squid it. ink risotto there. Mm, that was quite say, notable. It's um, really good and wonderful use of Latin there. The Eagle and Child, as we mentioned earlier on, if you want to sit in C.S. Lewis's bum prints, uh, <laughs> left there over the centuries. <laughs> so it's only half a century um, and if you fancy a little trapes through Port Meadow then you can mm. end up at the Perch which mm. is also highly recommended beautiful in the summer it's really glorious in the summer um, but also if, you, if, it, if you're out of season then have a nice fire mm. you can retire to afterwards and though we've pretty comprehensively uh, covered this topic of frugality mm. a wonderful place to stock up your cupboards and fridges are the various farmers markets that we have in town. So the Gloucester Green Farmers Market um, often has sub-supermarket prices on oh, its massive red peppers. Oh, go there. Um, it happens fortnightly on Thursdays from 9 to 2. Um, it's also Headington Farmers Market every Saturday, our local. East Oxford's Farmers and Community Market again every Saturday from 10am to 1pm. And you can find fun things like a potent cheese based on the distinctive red brick of Keeble College. So potent, <laughs> I put it in a soup and it was cool. Um, <laughs> it was good. And a root vegetable which I bought never having heard of and never heard of again, <laughs> even though I've researched it. And it looked a little bit like the creature from Pan's Labyrinth. But it's not one of those. Anyway, yes, weird and wonderful and <laughs> local and delicious things are at your fingertips. <laughs> Pretty much anywhere in Oxford. Even if you only have a microwave to cook with, there are still fun things to be made. So do look up the recipe for mug cake, which yeah. is oh a lifesaver when it comes to surprises. <laughs> theatre. Student theatre is um, occasionally maligned, and I think very unfairly. There's a lot of extremely good student theatre in Oxford. Um, a lot of extremely good student <laughs> theatre. Um, so the main uh, place where you'll find student theatre all the way through term is the Burton Taylor Studio. So that's the little studio theatre belonging to the Playhouse. And they run shows every week in term time. Uh, and they often do two shows a night, so they're really short shows. And they have to have practically no scenery because uh, obviously it has to be taken up and take, taken down and put up every night um, and stored in a cupboard. <laughs> uh, so the beauty, there's also student theatre on at the Playhouse once a term and the Northwall Theatre once a term as well I think and a lot of the colleges have theatres as well which sort of double as lecture theatres so sometimes they're not um, the most 
a theatrical of spaces with, with heavy line curtains, but they do the job admirably. Um, and it means that there's a lot of students here to, to get involved with. Um, so a good place to start if you're a, a fresher uh, at Oxford University is cuppers. Um, cuppers are inter-college competitions and there are cuppers for pretty much every topic you can possibly think of <laughs> apparently the croquet cuppers is the biggest croquet tournament anywhere in the world because <laughs> normally they're quite small so data fairs i imagine um but so for drama cuppers um every college will put up at least one team um and uh, yeah you, if you don't take part in theater you will at least get dragged to some by your friends who are <laughs> taking part so um you'll definitely get there at some point um uh, Oud's membership, that's Oxford University Dramatic Society, we believe the membership is available for both Oxford University and Brooks um, students and uh, if you apply to the drama officer you can be on the mailing list for all sorts of events that are going on, and including when they're looking for cast members for various plays. Um, Brooks has fewer societies to do with um, theatre, there is a musical theatre and a sort of classical drama sort of society, um, so I would encourage you to get uh, involved in the things that aren't necessarily just Brooks related as well and then you'll have a lot more choice. Um, in terms of going to the theatre, uh, the Playhouse um, have cheap tickets for anyone 14 to 25. You don't have to be a student, so everybody should uh, go for this if you're in the right age bracket. Uh, membership is £1, take a photo and some ID um, and go and get your card and then you'll get mailing list um, of all the things that you can get cheap tickets for. You can get tickets for yourself and a guest, provided they are also under 25. Um, and uh, the RSC, which really isn't very far away, um, also have student tickets as well and uh, cheap deals going on and their various theatres in London will do. And the ultimate way to see all <laughs> things free of charge is to review. Um, and uh, the student newspapers will want you to review for them. But we recommend, of course, that you review for <laughs> Daily Info um, instead uh, or as well. Um, and we've got a lot of choice of things you can get free tickets to. So usually for a free pair of tickets to first nights of theatre shows. Did you say free? <laughs> Sorry, that was a bit late. But goodness me, free tickets to I things. Did. I can't emphasise that enough. <laughs> Free tickets, gigs, concerts, comedy, all sorts of things, mm -hmm. in return for around 500 words of well-written, well-thought-out um, praise or, or terrible dislike, <laughs> if you prefer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so do have a look at the reviews on our site. If you're interested in contributing, uh, we just need a sample of your writing. Brilliant. Wonderful. Nights out. Nights out now, and some ideas for a few different things to do. I do remember to schedule in some time for entertainment. It's very important mm. <laughs> to your well-being um, and humanity. <laughs> Sorry. I've got some great gigs going on in Oxford all through the year. The amount of things I've been able to see in, in just the one year, and I've missed a lot more than I've actually seen, um, is staggering from hip-hop to jazz to folk to music from... The Gambia to Turkmenistan, to <laughs> yes, <laughs> pretty much everywhere, um, and great venues. So in town we have the, the cellar and the wheat chief right in the middle of town, and a few venues further into Jericho, like the Jericho Tavern. Get some big acts there, and slightly unexpected pop-up gigs in the likes of the Albion Beatnik Bookshop on Walton Street. Um, but as we all know, Kylie's where it's at. <laughs> I'm not supposed to profess any kind of preference, but OX4 is in my blood, what can I say? <laughs> um, so we have the O2 
big racks there, the Bullingdon. More open mics than you can shake a stick at, actually, if you, if you fancy um, sharing your talents with the rest of Oxford. Um, and a special shout out in that category to Cat Weasel, just at the East Oxford Community Centre. It's every Thursday night, and for a <laughs> very like, full immersion in a particular side of OX4 culture, that's, that's, your, that's your best bet. <laughs> Cinema night. And also on Kylie Road, we have the Ultimate Picture Palace. Um, beautiful one-screen cinema that survived a couple of world wars and still has a real projectionist. How proper cool is that? And you can bring in your, you know, wine and champagne that you purchase at the back of the cinema and enjoy it during film. It and the Phoenix show a great range of art house and world uh, cinema as well as your mainstream crowd pleasers and everything in between. Um, at the Phoenix they have Slackers Club films sometimes where US students get to see new films for free before the rest of us. Um, Wait, was that free? That was <laughs> exactly, the word free was used again. Um, also the Odeon has two uh, cinemas in the middle of town on George Street and Magdalen Street. Um, and at the Odeons you can get your Odeon Unlimited um, tickets which allows you to see as many films as you want uh, for seventeen ninety nine a month there may be further student concessions um, I'm not sure but yeah that, that could actually be a bit dangerous if I'd known about that when I was, <laughs> when I was studying I may not have studied <laughs> it's also the view um, out at the Kassam Stadium in Cowley yes a world of cine is on its way I will say it <laughs> um, and you can check your eyewitter app for witter teenies around the city don't worry if you don't get it, that's fine. <laughs> Memberships to all these cinemas uh, will get you wonderful deals. Um, I hear there's a, a pursuit called clubbing. I'm not sure what this is. I've never done it myself <laughs> intentionally. But uh, it is very possible to do it in Oxford. Huzzah! And if you need any information about that, people will find you in the streets and give you, <laughs> <laughs> and give you deals for free things. And say, do you want to come in here? And maybe you will. To keep things light, there's a bit of comedy happening. Uh, around the town, Glee Club up on Hythe Bridge Street has been top of the pile in the comedy area and has had such luminaries as Sarah Milliken, Ross Noble, Shabby Korshandi, Rob Delaney, so much fun and even more famous people I can't be bothered to mention but it's very sadly closing at the end of 2016 uh, some of its uh, events will then be moving to the Bullingdon on Kylie Road and they're seeking new premises watch this space. Uh, some bigger shows at the New Theatre um, Nina Conti's there next week. Amazing. Ventralgoist. Amazing. I've seen Noel Fielding there as well. Weird. Bill Bailey. Um, you saw Bill Bailey? Mm. Oh. Yeah. Basically, apparently the most surreal people go there as well. <laughs> um, Although Mark Steele I saw in the North Wall. He was a bit uh, freaked out about the fact it was a former swimming pool. <laughs> That's a bit strange. <laughs> and also that it was in a rather smart area of town. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Yes, good, um, good comedy at the North Wall, also out of town, the Cornerstone in, in Didcot, if you mm. really want to um, head out there and see Omid Jalili, who's there very soon. Finally, if you don't have enough lectures in lectures, then <laughs> there are so many lectures happening around the city. Um, but it's an absolutely ridiculously interesting array of talks um, by people from the worlds of science, film, politics, history and others you've never heard of imparting wisdom about how to make your own cider or others. If you know what any of these things might be, there's an Insta Meet 
meet up and go on a photography walk with people. Uh. It's quite fun. Um, in the Oxford, where all the uh, independent retailers and businesses get together, a lean coffee meet up. I'll just leave that one hanging. Um, <laughs> and philosophers in the pub, all this kind of thing. Um, and amongst the lectures this week, we have such topics as Game of Thrones and Nordic literature, the Chill Cult Report, and Technique in Bach's Cello Suites. Um, <laughs> if you can imagine it, it's probably here. Mm-hmm. Beyond the bubble. So, university meant to be the best time of your life. <laughs> <laughs> there are also other good bits afterwards, don't worry. Yeah, we promise. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> But it can get pretty intense, and every so often, no matter how much you're loving it, you might want to just uh, peek your head out uh, from the university world. Um, around town, why not leave your college scarf or your university sweatshirt at home and head out into the wild? Um, there are lots of ways of engaging with the town. Uh, I don't think there's an enormous divide between town and gown in quite the way there was. Um, but certainly, heading to any of the events that are put on by the townsfolk, as Michael was just suggesting, um, are a very, it's a very good way to get started. So go to Catweasel or just wander the town and explore and actually talk to some people who aren't uh, necessarily exactly the same age and uh, <laughs> set of interests as you. Um, why not try and work out what on earth Aunt Sally really is? Uh, <laughs> it's a pub game of some sort. I still don't know quite how you play it. Um, and there are also sort of opportunities to uh, do a sort of, if you're missing a bit of uh, gardening, but you obviously can't have an allotment while you're a student, there's a sort of communal allotment at Hogacre and things like that. Oh. Various things going on where you could, um, yeah, just, just have a slice of a different life. Um, and if you want to get out of Oxford altogether, having worked this hard to get in, um, <laughs> there are various conservation things, as we've already talked about. Um, but there's also the Thames running through here. The Thames Path is a very lovely walk in any direction. Um, and there are really good buses. So there's a bus to get you to Blenheim. Uh, that's the S3, goes from the centre of town. Um, Harcourt Arboretum you can get to by bus as well. That is the sort of tree bit of the Botanic Gardens. So I think Oxford Uni students can get in there free. Um, oh, yeah. And of course this term, it's going to be looking ever more lovely with the different mm. colours. It's glorious. Um, yeah, uh, from St Aldate's get the X39 or X40 and it will take you to the very door of the Harcourt Arboretum. Uh, Shotover Park is another lovely foresty area and uh, to get to that you walk up through Headington um, over the Ring Road. Uh, yeah, steep hill, but a really nice view at the top. Beautiful. C.S. Lewis buried there. <laughs> <laughs> what, in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> Unmarked, that's why it's Don't let your dogs dig. Um, <laughs> and if it's shopping you're missing... Well, Bicester Village is very close by. Trains from the centre of Oxford, um, or obviously from the Oxford Railway Station, I think are less than £3 for an off-peak fare to wow. Bicester Village. Yeah. Um, and London is pretty much on the doorstep, very easy to get to for things. Um, Oxford Tube and the X90 coaches are much cheaper than the trains, um, and there are student fares there. Mm. Um, yeah, they set off from the centre of town and head up through Headington. Literally all through the day. Yeah. And uh, night. <laughs> get really cheap tickets um, for the Oxford Tube if you book through Megabus that like you can get one pound tickets oh yeah wow amazing yeah. cool no excuse not to go and hang out <laughs> help now being a student as Jen said can get a little bit intense and sometimes you need a helping hand Let's see what I did there <laughs> help <laughs> I've selected a few things that you might need some help or advice with. So let's start with some practical things. Um, once the uh, freshest buzz has worn off, make sure you register with your doctor, either in your college or on campus if you're at Brooks. 
Um, I know that Brits University has a dental clinic on site and a medical centre on the Headington campus. Um, I'm pretty sure both universities offer an extensive counselling service. Make sure to register with your doctor as soon as possible because you never know when you're going to need one. <laughs> um, so outside of the university, in terms of mental health, um, we're very, very fortunate to have a really active branch of MIND in Oxford and they offer a wide range of services and workshops and courses and all just fantastic stuff um, to help you feel better mentally. Um, in terms of your spiritual health, <laughs> we've got a really useful guide on religion in Oxford, including a fascinating website called sacredtexts.com, which I had a little look at and it's got a really useful indexing system. So I had a quick peek at women and religion and it was firing up all sorts of fascinating articles and texts from long ago. So well worth having a look at that and our page. Another aspect of physical health that might need some attention is uh, your sexual health. Um, I don't know if there are clinics at the colleges. <laughs> I somehow no. doubt it. Okay, um, but you can visit one of the branches of the Oxfordshire Sexual Health Sys clinics. Um, there's a clinic in Headington at the Churchill and there is a clinic in e at the East Oxford Rectory Centre. Uh, make sure to check the opening hours and which clinic you need to visit. Most of the information that you've heard today has been found straight from our website, so that's dailyinfo.co.uk. And just one final plug, we've got a freshers competition running at the moment until the 17th of October, where you basically enter your name and email address and prize choice, and you can win a meal, a bike, wine, why wouldn't you enter this competition? <laughs> um, cinema tickets, ice hockey tickets, just all sorts of things. I'm almost certain that there's something to suit everyone. So get on our website and enter the competition. Now get up there and have fun!